1: Welcome to Camper Chat with Colleen and Bradley on the Colleen and Bradley show, MyTalk1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Camper Chat. Bradley, what do we want to know?
0: Okay, so thanks for asking. And You're I forgot welcome. to put this article up here so you guys could have some reference. But I saw this headline and i said we got to talk about this because i know somebody on this station who loves a camper that's me and uh i love camp so both uh things are appropriate scared americans desperate to travel are buying up covid campers and i was like what is a covid camper you say
1: what is a covid camper i say
0: well apparently um This Bloomberg article lays it all out and says cooped up Americans are desperate to get out after months of lockdowns. And they're dreaming of doing something, anything that resembles a vacation. And uh, they're very scared, of course, because of coronavirus. And so COVID camper, essentially, um, this is your own self-contained little bubble that Mm. you think prevents you from, uh, you know.
1: Well, it's like sheltering in place. In different places.
0: In different places. Right? Yeah. And I don't know, you know, what the right answer is in terms of what you should feel comfortable doing or not doing, but I do understand the impulse that this moment is giving people when it comes to, okay, I can't go on my traditional vacation. What will make me feel safe? Oh, I I feel like getting in a camper and getting on the road is more safe than, say... No offense to my good friends at Disney heading to Disneyland. Right. Or World.
1: Um, so, f- first of all, I feel like I have been ahead of the game on this my whole life. Because I've always thought the idea of having a self-contained pod Mm -hmm. that you can just travel across the the country in and see the sights and and always at the end of the day be able to go back to the place that feels like home.
0: It's a cruise ship on the land, which is why I love cruises um, on the water.
1: It's the thing that I've, I've, and we've taken, I took an RV trip when I was a kid that was like my most memorable trip. And I took an RV trip with my own children about three years ago, and we still talk about it as being one of our favorite family trips, um, because we saw a great amount of the state or the country, not a great amount of the country, we saw an amount of the country. We went to um, we went to Mount Rushmore, and yep. we went to um, that area, the Badlands. the Badlands, and it was absolutely stunning. And we loved the fact that at the end of the day, after going out on, you know, walks to see things, we'd come back to a place that felt like home. We had our kitchen right there. Yeah, we you had only our have beds right unpack there. you only have unpack
0: once. Well, yeah. you don't even unpack, really. You no. just pack everything up and leave.
1: Well, that was another thing. I loved it as a mom who usually is packing five suitcases or suitcases for five That all I did was just walk into the camper and load food into the kitchen from our kitchen and load clothing into the drawers. And then we just drove on off. It was just the greatest thing. So I fully understand why people are wanting to do this. It's a great way to see the country. To me. And it does feel safe. You
0: know, those are all delightful um, pieces as well. But for me, it's just that notion of being like alone. (laughs) Because I do love people. Mm. I really do. We talk to people every day. Um you guys you listen to us but you're not here. Um no and I love just the the and I know it's somewhat unrealistic but it is it is a a pleasure and a privilege to be able to like just be out on the road and you're like you know You just feel like you're alone and out there.
1: Well, you feel like you're, it's, we're starting to feel cooped up. Like people are starting to feel cooped up. There's a reason why. And also the longer you, the more you think I can't do X, Y, or Z, the more cooped up you feel, even if you wouldn't have been doing X, Y, or Z at this exact moment, it's the fact that you can't do it.
0: I do wonder if there are people who do this already, like uh, Jamie's parents Uh, or his mother, I should say, and her husband um, have a camper and they drive around the country. Uh, They're not doing that right now. Um, But that's a thing they've been doing for years. It's part of their retirement. And I do wonder if the people that have been doing this for years now see all these people with their COVID campers showing up and, you know, like, And
1: they're probably like... Get out of here! we had this idea
0: first. Yeah, like, how dare you? Because you do wonder if every... It's kind of like when I take my dog for a walk around the park, and normally there's nobody in the park, and now (laughs) now, everybody's in everybody's in the park.
1: But I will say also, now people probably are buying like pop-up campers and that kind of stuff off of craigslist or facebook marketplace and they're using the time to renovate those things because i've seen that happening there's an acquaintance of mine who um her family bought one and they're working together on renovating it so that it will be a nice family vacation for them um you know people have dreams about this stuff let's go to the phones jack is on the line hi jack are you a camper lover
0: Hi, I am. I love it. It's my life. It will be my future, too. I highly recommend, if you can't afford purchasing one, renting one. Oh, sure. In fact, you can rent one. I did it in Maine for a whole week. It's an opportunity to quarantine because you're just alone in your camper. You've got your own toilet and everything in there. And when you leave and go outside, you know, you're wearing your face mask and stuff. We saw all the lighthouses in Maine. It was absolutely oh, that's so, so fun. cool, Jack. That is so now, cool. Now, did you just plan that all yourself or how did you Yeah. yeah? I'm like you, I'm very creative. Very <laughs> oh, creative. well, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. You betcha.
1: Thanks I for guess. your call, Jack. And you know, and to his point, renting them, um that's how we took our our um RV vacation as a
0: family. Now, in terms of a traditional vacation, sorry, that's the phone ringing. Um <laughs> There's a weird-ass phone in here (laughs) that nobody's ever picked up. Um, I am curious, as compared to, say, a typical hotel vacation, Mm -hmm. what's the price differential?
1: Well, it kind of depends. So, I mean, it's typically the same, but you also have to consider... Uh, That you are going to pay for gas and gas is going to be expensive because those suckers have big tanks,
0: although now they can.
1: Well, that's true. So I want to say when we rented one, I mean, it was a little bit more than a decent hotel room. Okay. Like, it was probably near a couple hundred dollars a night. But
0: you didn't have the same, you didn't have airplane expenses? No. It,
1: and for five people, so, like, sit with that for a second. Like, I have a family of five. When we fly anywhere, it's, like, a massive expense.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and so we didn't have to pay for air, the flight. We didn't have to pay for flights.
0: You probably didn't have to pay for as much food.
1: Camping grounds are typically not super expensive per night. Um, We did use campgrounds because we wanted to be able to hook up the toilet, etc., cetera, um, to the sewer, which, by the way, can I just to say this? You hook up to
0: electricity as well?
1: Yep. You could hook up to all that stuff. We had a generator. You do have to pay for generator use sometimes, in some instances. So you want to read this, the fine print. But I also just want to say, like, one of the things that people get the most worried about is the part where you have to hook up the sewage. Yeah, because you like, oh, I don't want to touch poop. You got to dump the dump. So but the thing about it is it really is not that bad. It really isn't. It's just because you've seen um, Christmas vacation that you think it's terrible. Uh, Let's go to Christina. Hello, Christina. Are you a camper fan? Hi, huge. It's all my husband and I have been talking about, but it's just us. Just two people. And I thought it would be romantic and fun, and we've been looking at them like crazy. We live in Linster, Minnesota, just a little too far to be in the city. Mm -hmm. So even how fun to be able to go into Minneapolis to a friend's house, have a couple cocktails, not worry about it. And just sleep in your car. It's just, it just (laughs) seems so wonderful. We were going to buy one this season and take it to the state fair for a few nights. Well, not now, but still, uh, there's so much open to you. I just... They have some that are all four season, and I think that would be a hoot, maybe. I don't know, but we are just, we're so into it. There's so much, when you don't know anything, uh, like you've been talking about, it's overwhelming, but it would just be so fun just to have your own stuff. Yes, and it's so fun to fantasize about. Christina, I I certainly hope that you, you know, get that, have that dream come true at some point. Yeah, me too. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for your call. I I get it because I, you know, I love, I love me. I feel like I was a turtle in a past life.
0: I, I love, you know, whether it's, I know it's going to shock you, but camping, I don't do a lot because I have a partner that would rather like pull his toenails out Mm -hmm. one by one, Mm -hmm. but I really want to get him inside of a camper. And we've talked about doing the same trip that you and the kids did because he's never been to Mount Rushmore. And that was one of my favorite family vacations as a kid. And I want to do it in a camper because I want him to have the experience because I think once he's in it, he's because we love cruises so much. he's going to be like, oh, my God, it's like a cruise on the land. And I feel like then I can convince him this is something we should be doing. We don't need to necessarily buy one, but, you know, being able to rent one. Um, they also
1: by the way they also have shares like you can buy into a camper share oh
0: sure where there's like Like
1: a a corporate owner who will do all the maintenance and that kind of stuff but you will get it for you know months out of the year so i mean there's all different types of arrangements because i will say the one thing that does concern me about buying a camper ever is the maintenance of sure, it. Yeah. Because you really got to take care of those Absolutely. things like you do a car. Yep. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, thanks for indulging camper yes, chat. Camper chat. Um Bradley did a little deep dive into the lady that Brad Pitt has been connected to. Allegedly. 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 So we're going to go a little deep in the shallow with that after this on my Talk 1071. Well, if there's one thing we do well on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, Hi. It's Go Deep in the Shallow. It is. We do that. And Bradley Trainer, you have gone deep in the shallow on a, a person that I don't even know.
0: Yeah. Well, um, you're going to meet this person. Her name's Renee. Hi, Renee. Hi, um Renee. The headline that I read that made me go, what's going on here is, what will they think of next? Now, Renee Barg is romantic. Is it Barg? Bar? I don't know. Renee is romantically really? linked to Hollywood superstar Brad Pitt after shutting down tabloid rumors. She's dated uh, Tom Cruise. And I thought, oh, my God, she dated Tom Cruise and now she's dating Brad Pitt. What's going on Who here? Who is this lady? Who wow. is this lady? Well, then I learned that um, she's Hollywood's most in-demand woman. Because after denying rumors that she secretly dated Tom Cruise, this extra reporter, and I don't mean she's extra, she works on the (laughs) show extra, Renee Barg has now been uh, linked to Brad Pitt. So I'm like, wow, what are the chances that this woman has been connected to two of the most quote unquote powerful men in Hollywood? Yeah. Is that real? Plus, I always like, do you remember the last woman that we saw connected to Brad Pitt well, that was of this sort of uh, caliber. Oh,
1: are you talking about was she not you're not talking about the most recent person that he was connected to, which was that actress who Lena Dunham. Alia no, Shaw-Kat. Alia Shawkat. No. Not her. I think you're thinking about was she like a l- professor?
0: A la professor, la
1: professor. I don't know
0: if she was a la professeur, but what she, she was was like a was scientist person. She was a goop person. She had her Ooh. like her own own experience. Don't mm. you remember this? I don't. Like there were pictures of her. She might be a doctor too, like a doctor of love or something. But she had her own. Oh no, she was a jewelry designer, wasn't she? Yes. Didn't she design her own jewels? Here's the takeaway.
1: She was an Israeli MIT professor. And she also had a jewelry design.
0: Those two things are so interesting. I know. So anyway, but at the time I remember, here's the takeaway. And this is what I was thinking that got me started thinking about this Renee character who's now been linked to Brad Pitt. And I will get to how they've been linked in just a moment because I think it will lend credibility to my thesis, which is that Brad Pitt has nothing to do with the story and everything to do with the person who's connected to him. Because if you'll remember the takeaway with that other individual was or I think we talked about this at the time, that perhaps she was trying to get some attention because mm-hmm. she had a picture yes. with...
1: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: The two of them hang out. And in fact, didn't she accompany him to like the Golden Globes or some awards ceremony? I want to say yes. There was was some loose affiliation, right? Mm -hmm. Well, apparently there's also a loose affiliation with Renee and she interviewed him on the red carpet for the premiere of... Had Astra. So September of last year, fans noticed that they had some chemistry together. Well, this story claims to have some inside scoop uh, from another tabloid, which I've never heard of, and it's called uh, Let's see, where is that? New Idea. <laughs> okay, that's Australian. Okay. Well, that's appropriate because she's Australian oh. and she's an Australian news presenter. She now works for Extra. And I think much like this woman who had the jewelry business, this might just be the thing that some people do to get their name in headlines. So it's like a pre-publation ship, right? It's
1: like a one-sided pre-publation
0: ship. Yeah, it's using this alleged connection Mm -hmm. to get yourself in the mouths of tabloids. Which, Interesting. So to me, I feel like anyway, there's a very strong likelihood because when you actually look at the story, there's not much there there. So then you ask yourself, well, why would anybody in their right mind start putting this story out there? Because to be fair, most people aren't paying attention to Renee Bard, even though well, I'm sure she's amazing.
1: The thing that's so dumb about this story is like, where did it? I mean, to your point, and actually it does confirm your thesis, where did this come from? Because it's not like they did some sort of like a flarmus, you know, Ben Affleck and what's her face Anna a Um It's not like they did some paparazzi walk like that. Yeah. This is based on an old m- red carpet moment.
0: Yeah. So like the main thrust is that they were like flirty, flirty. And then at the SAG awards, um, she flirted up a storm with him so like
1: I also feel like Brad Pitt. If you flirt with Brad Pitt, he will flirt back. Yeah,
0: and just because he—no uh, offense—right, he thinks you're attractive and flirts with you. Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you're connected. Romance. Yeah, form. but Ooh, this is interesting. It wouldn't be bad for her career, right? True. I mean. Brad Pitt flirted with me, I'd be calling the tabloids.
1: Hey. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them E-backs. after this on My Talk 1071. We've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at My Talk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer. And we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly, and that name is...
0: D-Bag! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Um,
1: I'm going to say uh, all of the people who are armchair
0: psychologists. Oh, God. Well, that would be most of us.
1: I mean, me too, right? Like, I've been there. But I, this is very specifically... Um, based on, or maybe I will, well, okay. So it might be a combo platter. Okay. Um, because this article that I found in the mirror, um,
0: why were you looking in the mirror for articles? <laughs> I mean, huh, so
1: funny. Um, is based on a bunch of fan theories, uh, that were on social media. And the okay. headline is Chloe Kardashian fans, heartbreaking theory over her unrecognizable face.
0: What? She got into a horrible accident. What? No, I mean, like, what ludicrous theories could people have? Okay. Would you
1: like to? I mean, can you guess? And actually, you know what? I'm going to just go real deep on this and say I'm going to. I know. This is a Kardashian generated, no pun intended, um, generated theory, heartbreaking theory, because it all has everything to do with how Khloe Kardashian has positioned herself I'm gonna say in the she's family, the ugly
0: one right she's the fat one mm-hmm. well Rob's the fat one now hear me people because you're gonna react to those words if you haven't been listening to us and say how dare you I'm not saying those words no that is the that is the the narrative that they have pushed out to us including but not limited to Chloe herself Rob himself, um um what's the mom? Chris Jenner. <laughs> I mean uh-huh. So what we're saying is they've been pushing this narrative through tabloids for years and on the show. I mean, not maybe saying it overtly or directly, but at least that is the impression you get is that each of these young women, now not necessarily young, but each of these women is positioned in a certain way to occupy a certain like space. Right. And the space that routinely tabloids present Chloe in is that she's not as pretty as the other ones
1: and that is exactly what has um birthed this fan theory about Khloe Kardashian's bizarre Instagram post yeah. that we talked about yesterday where her face literally did not look like her face yep. um and exactly what the mirror is writing about which is this fan theory that Chloe, poor Chloe, has never been okay with who she is and what she looks like. And um, she always has hated the things about herself. And this is a quote from a fan. She's always hated the things about herself that look different from her sisters. And so all of her um, nipping and tucking, whether in real life or in photographs, is all because she just hates herself so much.
0: But Which, that doesn't explain Kim. That doesn't explain no. Chloe. That doesn't ex- or excuse me, Courtney. That doesn't explain Kylie and Kendall.
1: It doesn't explain the only one of them who doesn't who at least hasn't fully completely changed her entire look.
0: Kendall is Kendall. Yeah, and I think Courtney too to a lesser extent. Yes, certainly. Kylie, Chloe and Kim
1: are fully created and in a lab Chris.
0: and Chris and Chris.
1: Um, anyway, I just like the piece that I the reason I'm calling them D-bags is because you know, I think that we do have a tendency to put our our opinion of why somebody has done something on them. What I will say is this: Chloe Kardashian has changed her look entirely and i think it is sad that she was not okay with who she began who she was at the beginning
0: i mean it's just just from a visual standpoint you have to believe that it, well okay you can apply what a- let me start here okay when you have an opinion about a kardashian don't feel bad about it mm-hmm. because the kardashians exist solely for you to have an opinion about mm-hmm. that is how they're presented that is how they themselves present themselves then they do this like um, you know, backwards jujitsu thing where they try to make you feel bad. I think it's called gaslighting. It's called gaslighting. Where they try to make you feel bad for having an opinion about them if your opinion doesn't meet with what um, society's, you know, normal expectations of actual opinions about actual people are, right? So they try to guilt you and shame you for having those opinions, but they are themselves putting themselves out there to have... If you didn't have opinions, they wouldn't make money. It's true that you so, have,
1: our opinions are what make them rich.
0: Exactly. So mm-hmm. don't don't actually fall for like the thing where you are like I'm not going to have an opinion about them because that's not appropriate. Right. Well, in the rest of the world, sure, but the Kardashians want you to have an opinion about them. So don't really bother yourself too much about what that actual opinion is insofar as it's your opinion
1: right um uh just to put a fine point on all of this um the mirror quoted a fan that said on a human to human level i wish she would realize she doesn't have to look like her sisters to be beautiful she's been raised in a very toxic and shallow environment but you'd think by now with all the money for therapy she would realize that your self-worth doesn't have to be based on how many people think you're hot
0: yeah Mm -hmm. okay it's true
1: I'm all done, now,
0: And I think you're totally... I think that's a totally legit opinion to have. Um, And the sad thing, and this is what really is frustrating, is she knows that on some level, but I don't know. It's... Right? It's gotta be so heavy, man, to be a Kardashian. It's
1: heavy to be a Kardashian. Oof. I mean... Truer words. There
0: are days when I don't know if it would be worth the gamble or not. Mm Mm-hmm. But... Because you know are. you get a lot in return, but it's a high price. Mm-hmm. It's A high price, mm-hmm. man. Nothing is free, and everyone smokes. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! All
1: right, trainer. Who's your d bag?
0: Uh, my d bag today is the Tatler. The Tatler. The Tatler,
1: which is not a tattoo
0: parlor. It is not the no. It is not a tattoo parlor, and it is not your uh, child under the age of five. Thank you. Uh, but what it is, is, is like one of the longest running tabloids in the world. In fact, the the current iteration of the Tatler, as it exists was sort of founded on the basis of the original Tatler, which came out, get this, 1709. How do get I know that? out of town. From a podcast. And it's fascinating, actually, because it is the source of all tabloids. And guess what? What? Guess who was tattling before anyone? Men. Mm. Oh, well. It was created because of. um, Do you want to
1: take credit for this too?
0: No, seriously, it's true. I mean, I'm just kidding. I know what you're doing. I know know what you're doing. But you (laughs) know, when people when people poo-poo women for gossiping, you need to understand that the original gossip came from men sitting around in coffee and tea shops back in jolly old England because they had nothing better to do.
1: While their while their wives cooked and cleaned exactly.
0: But I digress. Mm-hmm. The story is actually the one about the Duchess, um, uh, the Duchess, Duchess Kate mm-hmm. and um, Meghan Markle's rift. So the two duchesses going at each other. Right. And we talked about this headline, I think, in Elizabeth's Dirt Alert. The headline was that Meghan Markle's rift with Kate Middleton was caused by a clash over whether Princess Charlotte and other bridesmaids should wear nylons at the royal wedding.
1: Seriously?
0: So they're saying essentially it came down to bridesmaids tights at the royal wedding, and it also claims that she feels exhausted and trapped by her increased workload, thanks in no small part to Meghan Markle. So basically, it's doing that thing that tabloids have done to Meghan Markle, which is to make her the bad person, right? Right? Um, the bad guy. Why am I trying to be <laughs> like, mm-hmm. politically correct in this moment? The tabloids are just being trash and this particular story of course they stand by their reporting but i mean to focus on these two women fighting
1: that's just
0: seems about the most tired and exhausting part of this much less kate's actual exhaustion about i mean
1: nylons yeah, yeah like is this not just completely it's like they had a template for Female feuds?
0: Yeah. <laughs> the profile that, um, because this is all surrounds the current issue and um, cover, and it's in, it's titled Catherine the Great, and it does quote one of her friends, an unnamed friend, who claims that Kate wanted to follow protocol with the bridesmaids, including Charlotte, then three, wearing tights. But you see, Megan, she's, you know, the evil person, mm-hmm, according to course. this tabloid story, mm-hmm. There was an incident at the wedding rehearsal. It was a hot day, and apparently there was a row over whether the bridesmaids should wear tights or not. Kate, following protocol, felt they should. Megan didn't want them to. I mean, this story is just so lazy because it it yeah. just fills all of the stereotypes and all of the tropes right. about women, and then women of color, and then right. these two women in particular. I mean, it could not be more predictable. It's ridiculous, and you'd expect more from one of the oldest tabloids in the world, wouldn't you?
1: You would. You'd think that they literally wrote the book on this.
0: She's also, Kate is, uh, worried about her, or not worried, furious about the larger workload. Of course, she's smiling and dressing appropriately, but she doesn't want this. She feels exhausted and trapped.
1: Okay, this is weird.
0: Meghan and Harry have been so selfish. William and Catherine really wanted to be hands-on parents, and the Sussexes have effectively thrown their three children under the bus mean god they're <laughs> throwing their children under the bus oh i love it when we come back on
1: the colleen and bradley show oftentimes we find ourselves in a position where there are more d-bags than one segment can handle mm-hmm. and then we have spillover and we have a double bag
0: spillover.
1: yep so we're gonna do that after this on my talk 1071 oh you guys we had two Many D-Bags today. We had to create another segment on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. What up? And uh, it's a d bag Double Down. bag Double Down.
0: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, emphasis on the P-U. Uh-oh. Farah Abraham has gas. No. What? No. this. Well, she probably does because she went to Jack in the Box, you guys. <clears throat> and the way she treated this fast food worker really just chapped my hide. Let's get to the story, shall we? Let's do it. So, you know that um, teen mom, former teen mom OG, Farah Abraham? Yes. Uh, and she was also backdoor teen mom? Right. She m- made the rounds. Literally. She... Um, Went to Jack in the Box, which I love, by the way. They have a nice sourdough burger, oh. kind of like a patty melt. I feel like
1: I've never been to a Jack in the Box.
0: You probably haven't, because mm-hmm. I don't think they have them in the Midwest. Burgers mm-hmm.
1: and tacos all under one roof. Really? I mm-hmm. mean, yeah.
0: there was this really sad moment in Jack in the Box history, which I won't get into. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. You can Google oh, it. Early 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and I still carry that... Mm-hmm.
0: That they know. Yeah. Um
1: they the branding problem. But not is only still are there. they
0: dealing with their branding problem, they're also dealing with a Farrah Abraham yelling through her window in the time of what? coronavirus at a worker. And you don't really know why, but what's really frustrating about this is she's celebrating her quote Karen like behavior. I say Karen because that is the moniker we now give to uh ladies who uh
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never
0: ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, well, white ladies who complain about stuff. Right. Essentially, and so much more. Um, but she calls herself in this video the ultimate Karen. And you, uh, oh, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. So you hear her drive into, or you see her drive to this jack-in-the-box box drive through, and she's um, yelling at the worker saying, I tried to call you yesterday and the phones weren't working. When, when is your manager here? I called and nobody's picking up the phone. The phones aren't even working here. So I didn't get a receipt. Your phones didn't work. And I'm back here again and there's no manager. And she captioned the video, hashtag in your face, Uh, Ultimate Karen. What? Ultimate Karen at the Jack in the Box. So she's like celebrating herself being a horrible person. Why does she so
1: desperately need a Jack in the Box receipt, by Um, the
0: way? Exactly. And I just feel like if you have a customer service issue in the time of corona Mm -hmm. let it go let
1: it go i mean
0: most days let it go Mm -hmm. and i get that we're all on a short fuse for a variety of different reasons however taking it out on a um minimum waged worker in this moment does not seem like the appropriate response and then to use that problem because let's assume. Her jack-in-the-box problem was not as a direct result of this one individual, evidenced by the fact she's talking about she called earlier, there was not a receipt, blah blue It was probably not this woman who was responsible for whatever issue, but yet she makes this woman the star of the show. Again, drawing attention to people who are less fortunate than you to make some dumb social media point seems really inappropriate.
1: Okay, I'm going to just go with me on this because I
0: have a question for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you ever been on that side of a customer service call that where you weren't maybe your best self?
0: Oh, yeah. I've also, as a person who worked in customer mm-hmm. service for umpteen years, have been on the receiving end of a lot of fair abraham's times a thousand. Okay.
1: Here's my question though. Yeah. When you've been the person who is angry about some sort of customer service thing um and you have not acted as your best self would did you take video of it and then put it well, on thank social?
0: You. No. Because like, then then it implies be proud of. Then it implies that you're probably um acting for the camera. So right. that would imply that you're being even extra debaggy for the purposes of social media. Uh, what's the word? Clout. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, so uh, I don't take most things that she's doing as genuine anyway. So she's using, like, a thing, by the way, to call yourself a Karen. Like, that isn't, I mean, in this, have you? I don't know. News? Uh-uh. Anyone? Life? No? Nope. World? Uh-uh. Do you really w- want to go there? Well, and see, oh, well.
1: I mean that's my biggest beef in general with Farah Abraham. Yeah, is that like she does not recognize that there is a world outside of her.
0: There is. This is the woman who took her panties off mm-hmm. and walked up and down a red carpet with her uh, Arby's
1: platter hanging out. <laughs> this is a woman who shared her business trip to Shanghai. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Never forget. Never forget. She's shared
0: her business and her business trip. Yeah. Uh I mean, this is uh, like... Also, the
1: woman who (laughs) went to the beautiful... And I'm putting... I mean, it is a beautiful monument. Uh. uh, The 9-11 monument. And she wished everybody a happy 7-11. I'm just saying, like, this is not a person who recognizes a world outside now, holly's <laughs> holly collect yourself because you can't believe that this is a thing i forgot
0: that that happened can yeah I, the
1: 7-eleven girl I, I know can
0: i also just in full disclosure remind the audience that we've had her on our show yes, more, than, more once. than once and both times we had her on we could not get in a word in edgewise no nope. she just goes on and on and on and
1: can i Also, when you have, sometimes, we've had people like this before who um, we've said, I I can't get a word in edgewise. And the reason why, and this is a very specific talent, is she doesn't speak in sentences. So you don't know when you can get in to stop it. She speaks in one long Run on sentence, and you don't quite know exactly when she's going to be done with the sentence because she just keeps going. In this other time, when she was somewhere with Sophia, and then there was the teen mom party where when we were at MTV, and then and you're just like, I don't know when I can come in, yeah,
0: because we, we just let I'm going to sound
1: like I'm interrupting, and I'm trying not to be rude, but we did just sort of sit back and go, oh my gosh,
0: yeah, I I just think she. I'm sure she thought like, "Ah, everybody's doing this Karen thing. I'm going to be a Karen. Let's go take video of mommy. By the way, I'm assuming it's her daughter, Sophia, because this woman doesn't have any actual friends. No, it is Sophia. Sophia is her camera person. Because I had read her child.
1: Yeah. And that that TikTok account is their shared TikTok account. Oh, yeah. I
0: did not mention this was a TikTok Mm -hmm. video originally.
1: So I had seen a headline about this very story that said that, uh, Sophia had called her mom the ultimate Karen. So there's a nuance to it, right? Because either she's calling herself the ultimate Karen, which you could could assume it was that because she runs the TikTok account, or it's her own daughter who's like, my mom is the ultimate Karen. Yeah, which... But, and you guys, honestly, like, I think... (sighs) Poor Sophia. Because think about...
0: Well, that's what we always say. I but mean, the, the, the saving grace with Sophia is, um, honestly, that what she... What is it? What?
1: I said, what is it? Because <laughs> I want to know what the saving grace is. She's
0: going to live a somewhat privileged life in that she will have resources to deal with the things that are being happened to her. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> if she's able to identify. Yeah, I mean,
0: if she chooses yeah. to. I'm just saying, like, a lot of people who deal with... Um, parents that are less than stellar don't always have the resources
1: that's true that's a true statement hey do you have a really bad joke that will make us laugh 651-641-1071. One, one, oh, it's joke time keep make us laugh keep it clean jokes. thank you we got jokes because britney spears knocked one all the way out of the park we're going to tell britney spears joke we're going to tell you about how holly didn't get it but we want to hear your joke six five one six We all have a lot on our plates. Work, kids, relationships. And sometimes it can be hard to just catch a breath. When life is go, 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 it matters where you stay. Hilton's family of brands is team members dedicated to making you feel truly cared for so you can mentally check out
0: before you even check in. Take the break you deserve and book your next stay on Hilton.com. Hilton for the stay. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search